All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and wherever you are, welcome to the All Talk Car Podcast. Today, Halil's with us. G'day, Hal. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Ross? Good morning, everybody. How was your dirty weekend last week? It wasn't dirty, it was in the Hunter Valley. It was, it was after the dirty Oh, that's right, yeah, it was good. Go. Sorry, I was going off the tangent. Uh, yeah, it was good. Nice weekend. Excellent. And we're uh, taping this morning from the new showrooms here at Sylvania BMW. We're joined by the dealer principal, Anthony Rodriguez. Good morning. Good morning. Good and morning. one of the uh, head salesmen, new car salesmen here, yeah, uh, Richard Yorkson. How manager. are you? <laughs> sales manager. Did you <laughs> know about your promotion? You've got <laughs> <laughs> <the whole morning. laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much, Congratulations. guys. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> That's your new company car. And, that's that's the, <laughs> and uh, they've, they've upgraded him to a brand new car now. Yeah, yeah. You can hand in your 10-year-old Beamer. I love it. It's a great showroom here you've got. It's uh, stage one, stage one, and um, I'm looking forward to have the whole the whole thing finished by April next year. Yeah, it looks it looks like uh, it's it doesn't look like a traditional showroom car showroom. It feels like you're selling furniture in here. It's like really. <laughs> I thought I walked in Nick's Garley this Nick's morning. Nick's Garley. And they'll <laughs> the cars inside. And if you sit in some of these cars, it's like a lounge. They're beautiful cars. How'd you start, Anthony? I mean, it's a family business here, is it? Yes, family business. Um, we we came to the Shire in December 1994. Uh, we purchased the property back then. Uh, father and uncle uh, had an opening point out here at the Sutherland Shire. We took on, took on the brand out here and uh, started construction on the new showroom. We opened the doors in February 96 of the new showroom. So for nearly uh, 12, 12 months, best part of 12 months, we were selling used cars out here uh, in Southern Shire. Then from 1996, uh, opened the doors. We, we at the time were uh, in conjunction with our friends at Canterbury BMW. Uh, so it was called Canterbury BMW at Sylvania until 2000. And then in 2000, we got branded our own name of Sylvania BMW. Yeah, so it's been a, a long journey of 20, 20 plus years. and um, Here at Sylvania? Here at Sylvania. And before that, was the family in selling other yes, cars? Yes, so we had, we, had, uh, we had Canterbury BMW for many years. And prior to that, also Nissan, Datsun and Fiat. Oh, Nissan and Datsun. What, what year were that? Was that so the, the, the organisation started in August, August 1968. Wow. Uh, selling Rambler, Fiat, and, uh, and Alpha, and uh, Datsun a little bit later on, and that's how we ended up with BMW as well, through the Datsun franchise, through the Nissan franchise. So you're one of the first BMW dealerships we, in, we in Australia? Yeah, Cole Crawford and ourselves were uh, one of the first dealerships here, apart from obviously the head office at Woolloomooloo at the time. They were down there, down at um, just where the, uh, the off-ramp is at the uh, exit tunnel, down at Woolloomooloo uh, Wharf there. Yeah. That's where the original BMW Sydney was. That's right. That is the office. Now, it now is the off-ramp, isn't it? I remember yeah, driving the off-ramp. Yes. Uh, Dully Chill. Yeah, Dully Chill. So it was... Uh, I remember driving past there when... Z and yeah, R Motors. Z and R Motors. Dully Chill. Yeah. Uh, we oh, up the top here. Yeah. We turned off Kelly right. Road. Yeah, we're back. Right. Yeah, opposite, opposite the Greek uh, church. Yeah, that's it. The e, there, yeah, I used to drive past there. Well, my parents used to drive past there. Days. E30? The E30s, I used to go, I want one E30. They never want an E30? There was the Dolphin Grey. Dolphin Grey. There was that Dolphin Grey. Is that what you remember? You know what I remember from that dealership? The Bluebird TRX. And that, 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 yeah, I had Man, my I'm sight. too old for you guys. <laughs> I don't know what a bluebird is. I had my sights set a bit high. Yeah, 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 so. no, I, I still remember the days uh, where you had uh, mum had a Datsun Sunny, and we used to head off to school in the station wagon. The good old Datsun Sunny the was Datsun a burgundy Sunny. burgundy color with uh, cream velour that dad dad would get retrimmed because he knew us he knew us kids were in the car <laughs> and that the Alsatian was in the back. 
So that was an individual pack. I think I think the trim was the taxi pack. <laughs> we so traded we traded uh, traded in a E30, one of the original ones that was sold from him. Oh really? Got, yeah, it's still got the ZNR motor sticker on the back window. Where is it? Where is it? We'll take it. We get it out. It's a uh, What was it? Like a three two five. I don't need another car. Uh, I don't have room for another car. I don't have money for another car. But that would. But that ticks all the boxes for me to buy another car. It's an A30 we'll in manual, <laughs> in uh, right. owned by uh, the gentleman who sold it was the son of the, the owner, the, the mother, and uh, it's still got Dad's PA signature inside. He's 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 with the Reggie Clark, uh, Wendy Wendy Galloway. She signed it all, and oh, it was yeah. You get a lot blast, of blast, blast, you get a lot of guys surrounds, you know? But you get a lot of guys coming back, you know, twenty and thirty years later with cars they've bought brand new. Like someone, I think there was someone that had bought an M5 that came back to buy the new M. someone had, yeah, I saw recently someone had, bought, had an old M5 that came and purchased the new M5 sort of you know 30 years on is that pretty common or very common yeah okay there's, there's generations that are still buying cars that know, knew my dad that still know Nat, Nat, Nat yeah. and dad very well they, they often ask are, are they in are they in today or where, where's your father or where's your uncle yeah. and they, they often you know speak of the old days and they speak of you know I, I bought this car from your uncle or your father and they really um yeah they've they've actually set how can i put it they put put a memory in these people's uh, minds yeah. and that's that's what brings them back mm. because you know they they tell their kids or they tell their grandkids you can't buy a car you gotta go see phil on that yeah because buying a car that's, that's, now is different to buying a car so 20 years ago it was, oh, a, it was a big my it was a really big my father's right? database with his teledex or his yeah, diary okay. <laughs> yeah today we've got a database of uh, nearly eight and a half thousand people yeah. And, and you're uh, a lot more competition commu- as well. To communicate with that, it's uh, not not an easy, yeah. not an easy. So how did you order twenty, even twenty years ago? There was no internet. So did you look at your books? The did you ring facts. around dealers? Did you, did, did you know what Germany was sending you for BMWs? So, so the, the stock, the stock. I'm not sure about back in the eighties. Um, I, I joined BMW in, in 1994. I must say, back even back in 1994. We were using faxes to, um, to, to build cars. Really? We were using an old uh, dot, dot matrix system, which was called AS400, which basically we would send, send, a, send it to, the, uh, to one central person in Melbourne, then that person would have to send it to Munich, and, like another, and another system, almost like tele. So it was, a, it was a chain reaction. Now, in today's world, Rich could tell us, uh, we, could, we could build a car today, put it in a, into a certain um, code, and potentially could be built next week, so so it's it's moved moved a long or way. Or you can see what cars are coming. Mm. Yeah, and we you can, can definitely and see. You can grab it, I suppose. And, yes, and correct. You can see what cars are selling best as well. So instead of keeping a record on an Excel spreadsheet or something like that, where the system knows now and it helps us understand what what car colours are selling well, what options are selling well. So we're able to build a car. If it's not sold to the spec that our customers want, no, and and you know from yeah. from that previous, system, previous you know sales. that you'll be able to sell it off mm, of core or something no, like that. Yeah. yeah, and, well, and we're able to tell customers a lot earlier today where their car is in the production line. Mm. We're able to give them a, an update a lot easier. Uh, the status codes, the 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 whole, yeah, it's it's a lot yeah. more visible, isn't it? Is it? There's even ship trapping apps that once you've got the name of the ship that your car's on, you can go online and see where the ship is on the ocean at any point in time. 
I did. As it's making its you get that anxious buy cool. that calls you every day. Yeah. Mate, it stopped in. Uh, it's uh, it stopped the Panama yeah. Canal. What's going on? It's supposed to come straight <laughs> in. I had it's, that app. It's just picking up some cigars. That was two episodes ago. I had that app. I had a car coming from Germany five years ago and it stopped at Perth and the boat was there for two days. I couldn't wait because I ordered this car 18 months in advance. And then the boat, the A45, then the boat went north. stayed on the boat. The boat went north. I got rid of it. The boat went north from Perth. I'm like, it's where going the wrong way. Going? And then a day later, it did a U-turn and went back around. So I had no idea what was going on. You dropped on. off someone's AMG. Oh, I don't know. He's getting chased by pirates. That's it. Yeah, but uh, no, I think being think service, are more efficient. Service is, you know, people keep coming back for a reason. They get good service. They had a good experience originally, and it's a referral business. Yes. Um, you know, they get a good, and these days you see, it's the old, an unhappy customer tells everyone, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, happy customers, well, no one takes notice of them. Exactly. Because, it's a barbecue you know, test as well. You've got to pass the yeah, barbecue test. And, you know, it's a barbecue test. Barbecue Pete. test. When Is you that? come up to me when you have a barbecue and we yeah. start talking and you yeah. ask me, Pete, where that be- where'd you get that BMW from? Oh, that's, that's the barbecue that, test. That's yeah. the barbecue test. It's it's good old barbecue. Or are you happy with it? And, yeah. and, and it's not only the car, it's, are you happy, you know, you, you hear stories about dervership experiences and uh, you know after sales and service and that mm. and if it's if the whole thing doesn't come together it's very easy to lose someone yeah, to a different brand or different place but i mean i know anthony will remember from when i had my e36 with the um series one yes. um, smg yes that oh, thing was a, what a gearbox that, yeah that thing was a headache I can, I, I can tell you now that why did you buy an even, SMG? I have no idea. It was yellow, right? I loved it. He was but, excited. I remember this. Really? Yeah. But I can and it was yellow that, too. Even, and it was yellow. Yeah. It was a Come on, mate. It was a beautiful it's car. Anthony goes. <laughs> is it true, Anthony? Yellow right. forever. When you buy a yellow car, you're gonna have to keep y- it forever. Y- is it called Yolo? Yolo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you only buy yellow once. <laughs> but the, I, 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 was, I got the car service there because George, his brother, said make sure you get Sylvania to look after it, and that gearbox was just a nightmare. But even when it was out of warranty, the guys here looked after it. And that's why I said they earlier. They spoke to BMW head office, there was so a yes, problem, yeah. you know, they got it's it towed. They gave me a car at Christmas Eve because the car just got towed in and I, I was stuck in Sylvania. Yeah. And they said it were closed. And that's no, why, we back you know, yeah, now if I'm buying a BMW, guess where I'm going? And that's why I said at the start, it's a family business, and that's important. Yes. You understand um, yeah, repeat clientele. There's a, You're not there's, a, a, there's a big change in the, in the network at the moment where, where big, big conglomerates are coming along. Certainly, we, we we push we push the family environment and the family atmosphere, and we are we we push every time to make sure we know that customer by name, not yeah. by number. Yeah. And we, we we push the fact that we are a caring family and um, been around too long not to care, because at the end of the day, um, the reputation's on the line, and we we have a we have a certain level of um, you know uh, to uphold and. Yeah, our customer satisfaction is important. Is, is our loyalty is just as important. You seeing a big change with the um, electric cars coming through? Uh, electric cars. Um, I think I think there's going to be a big change. I'm not sure mm-hmm. the time frame that we're going to see a dramatic change in Australia. Yeah. I, Due I to think technolo- te- technology. It's, it's, I think it's the it's the it's to do with the infrastructure of Australia. I think there's a lot to be said for the government to give everybody a chance to experience an electric car. I think we need some concessions on iCars. I think um, we need to yep. work out yeah. universal charging. Yeah. Because you go yeah. now and you go there's you go to Broadway shopping centre and there's like all the brands, but what plug fits what? Sure. I think we're gonna have to work that. Yep. But BMW did in the seventies produce a sixteen oh two E there. Never yeah, got the, off the ground. The boot, the, boot, yeah. the boot was full of batteries. Three hundred and fifty kilos. Yeah. 
Massive. The battery of a new about that. They did it and they've launched it at the uh, 72 Munich Olympics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Must have done his homework it's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm big on the electric cars and I they're, just, they're you know. Getting, they, they, the iCars are getting... Uh, it's getting more interest. Yeah, We're not selling. Yeah. That's right. More. I'd love to buy an i3, but the, I think the entry point's quite high too. Yes. Well, the i3 the, was car of the year with wheels yes, a couple of years back. Yeah, it was a turnaround for BMW. Massive interest. And yes, and the i8. Even though it's a hybrid, it's, it's a stunning-looking car. Yeah. The, the new Roadster's come out. I think that car has everything you would want from a luxury uh, coupe, a hybrid performance. Um, it, it's for me that car ticks all boxes. The i8 Roadster. Do you think the i8 is going to be like a halo car in the future, or uh, do you think it's going to be like an Atari? Is it? Too technologically yeah, advanced, you know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it'll be the i8. Like, do you think it's going to be one of the the halo cars for BMW in the future? Like what the one M is now. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. I, I think the legs to do that. Um, I I can't see it overtaking an M5, or I can't see it probably empowering somebody of an M3. But certainly, uh, maybe maybe it might come the eight, the next eight series. Well, the eight series is coming, so. I'm really excited about that car, and I think that car could become the next decades of, of Halo cars. Mm -hmm. of, and the 8 Series is to replace the 6 Series? Or yeah, the six series, so the 6 Series is gone? It'll be gone, yeah. So okay. 6 Series has now been t transformed into a 6 GT. So okay. it's basically replaced the 5 Series GT, yep. and they've renamed it the 6 GT. Okay. So Same 5 Series point. will just stay with the sedan and yep. the station wagon, and the 6 Series is a GT, so it's, it's basically a... Yeah, it's um, it's a big, it's a, it's a big, big, big five series Tura. Okay, and with a big, with the slant at the back. And, and nice. is the eight series is that a, a separate platform? Is that bigger than the seven, or is it more sporty it's oriented? A, it's, it's a hundred seen It's anyway. a new platform. Oh, what yeah. a new, new platform! It's all it's coming in a coupe. Oh, the one the, uh, okay. It'll come in a coupe and a grand coupe and a convertible. So it's a different market. It's it's mm. yeah, it's going to be our it's going to be one of our flagships up with up with the seven series. When's that due out? It's March. March. Late March in nineteen. You seeing a lot so of sales. In, in in March next year we'll launch four cars. The Z4, the all new Z4, the all new three series, the X7, highly anticipated <laughs> uh, SUV that car. Um, that car's been um, we're having a lot of inquiry on that six seven seater adult car. It's a proper proper fed income seven seater and then the, the eight series will be late March. That's that's quarter one, quarter two We'll see quarter in one. June. That's quarter, that's quarter, one. quarter one. Quarter two. We'll see X four M, X three M. Okay. Um, and we'll see a few little other little uh, little mm. snippets along the way of other cars. And then later on in the year, um, there'll be some very exciting things that I can't tell you right. But maybe or or else next you'll have again. to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there everyone listening. Anthony wants us to come back next Co year. Co 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 I want to see the finishing of my stage two of the dealership. But no, and I was going to, it was one of the questions I was going to ask you now that we're leading on to the current models. Is there anything you think BMW is missing? I mean, you touched on the X7. There's a lot of, there's a lot of models. I, I must say that there, there is a lot of models. I think we're staying very true to our values, BMW are. Um, I know there's, there's obviously our friends from Stuttgart, uh, at, have gone to a utility. They've tried. They're, they're using their commercial arm to do those types of things, and obviously they sell vans and and obviously make buses. I think BMW has is has been very traditional and very strong in its values in staying with the ultimate driving machine. At the end of the day, that's their core the core message. 
uh, is the joy of driving and um, I think that they've really stayed true to that and, and stuck with the things that they know best and it's making the driver feel the ultimate when they're driving a car. And understanding your brand yeah. is part of, it can be a problem for some car makers that have lost their way mm. yes. and some are trying to reinvent themselves with BMW, it's, it's, it's the totally ultimate stayed, driving machine, they still use the same focused. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt, after me seeing in 24 years, like I've seen every generation X5, uh, the other night when we launched it and we, we had the that car being I've launched, had every generation X5. And I, and I, and I saw the, four ge the three previous generations. There is absolutely no doubt that the technology moving through those models, seeing the size of the car slightly transform, but it's, the car has tr stayed true to its values. It's, it's always been called the boss. The car has the, 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 the level of uh, SUV, um, we call them SAVs, their sports activity vehicle. Um, it's stayed true to its values in every element. Now, today, it's, the technology in that car is, is second to none. It's, it's got the digital dash. It's got three versions of full driving mode now. They've listened to their customers about space. They've listened to the customers about the technology. They have it, they have it all now. Yeah, the first X5 didn't come with seven seats. The, the market was screaming for seven seats. The second generation came out with second, mm. seven seats. Then, then we needed um, you know, bigger, bigger wheels and we needed uh, bigger sports packs. So the third generation car came out with the 20 inch wheels. Um, the X5 never looked so sporty. Came out with an M version. Prior to that, we only had the 4.8 ISs. But then, then the previous model had a, an X5M. That, that, that car is, is awesome. Um, and, 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 we're, and we're spoiled in Australia. I mean, we, we're so far away from yeah. being WHQ or from the rest of the world, yeah. yet we get fully loaded cars. Oh, yes. The spec, they really look after us. I, I have to say, the spec in Australia is what... what it's what the customers want too. So um, you, you can still buy a cloth trim car in, in, in Munich or overseas. There is a lot of taxi music. pack. Taxi pack. <laughs> yes, you can. But there's there there in Australia we are we are definitely uh, spoiled, and sometimes that's probably why where the pricing is also that difference between the the, the European models and the that's Australian right. Everyone models. says, oh, how America cars are cheaper. Yeah, you yeah, haven't got half the option. They're, they're, exactly. they're, that's right. Yeah, Everything is an option. Yeah, yeah. We're here. I think. I read 80% of your cars are, yeah. are the M, yeah. M, M Sport yeah. Pack. Yes, you can only blame not. LCT to a certain point, yeah? Yeah, yeah. well, that's another topic, the LCT. <laughs> that's uh, a whole episode, eh? That's another episode yeah. uh, yes. Australian government. In fact, you should, you should take them on for your next uh, We'd love to. Discussion. Protecting, talk, protecting talk, an industry talk, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Talk to the FC, FC uh, the, the consumer of uh, Chamber of um, Automotive Industries and see what they say about um, luxury car tax and now that the, the, the locals have left the country and what we could do. What do you think that's going to do to the used car market? Well, that's Pull the luxury car tax out. What's going to do all the guys that have paid 15, I mean, uh, Richard, you're in sales. I mean, you, you're there negotiating with, with the client. They're paying X amount of dollars, GST, stamp duty, mm -hmm. luxury car tax, call it what you will. If they remove luxury car tax, would you have an influx of more clients coming through or would you be able to sell it? Would, would BMW be more competitive? Would it make a big like difference? Everyone would be competitive, think, right? Yeah, look, that's, that's the thing, exactly yeah. what you said. It, it'll make everybody competitive. That is, you know, I mean, your, your bigger brands, you know, Ferraris, Bentleys, I mean, that, that would be a dream. You know, we sold uh, an M5 the other day. 15 minutes ago, yeah. I was here. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Um, mate, you know, 25 grand of that cost was an LCT. You take that away, but you take it away for all the competitors as well. But what it will help is the, 
the sort of the, the cheap brands, you sort of you, you hold them to forward, so you get a lot more buyers from them. From switching masters over. and kids, yeah. So it's exactly more right. affordable. So you're, you're, you're attracting a, a, another clientele. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I think it'll be a relatively even playing field compared to your Audis, BMWs, and Mercedes. Yeah, but you're definitely be getting from. So it's not a competitive edge against your competitors, no. but you're uh, attracting a, a, a bigger industry, market share. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if there's ever a swing to move Price it or remove it, I think for the industry we we would need to do it as a, in gradual gradual increments. Yeah. Yes. Doing yeah. it overnight would be a would be a bloodbath. Yeah. Especially of, with of those people who just bought exactly. second hand markets. Well, yeah. the, 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 the minute there would be yeah. the minute there would be an inkling that it's been removed, you might be able to sell a car. We wouldn't be able to. That's correct. So if there was a there was an, a motion of being removed versus reduced, uh, would be a wiser, in my opinion, it would be gradually removed over say five years or three years, where the yeah. each at, at each each year or each six months, small bites. There's small bites. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you remove thirty three percent of the car. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like um, when GST came in. Um, yeah. Actually, or luxury when luxury ta car tax came into play. I remember there was an influx of flights um, or, or couriers flying in vehicles from overseas so they could get them here before the July before. 1 deadline so they could take delivery of their luxury cars and saving up to $40,000, And probably spending 10 or 15 yeah. on the flight. Yeah. They'd still be ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they would yeah. still be ahead. So we just have to be mindful of if it got removed, let's do it, you know, in so a way that it doesn't... The in, of course, it would be, would be very impactful to used car yeah. pricing, yeah. very impactful to a lot of things. Um, and I think uh, that would be, it would be great to see it gone and abolished, but um, it's, it's a big check though that the government's getting, yeah. there's Speak, no yeah. doubt. So yeah. they'd have to look at ways of raising funds other, in other areas or other, mm -hmm. other, other ways. Another little interesting statistic, you know which car maker pays the most luxury car tax? Ferrari. Oh, I didn't know that. Toyota. Toyota? Yes. And that's their volume, their volume. Because it's, oh, it's volume, yeah, cruises, yeah, right. Prados, and, that, and, that, and that's a misnomer, luxury car tax, and the Toyota is, yep. you know, yeah. they're luxurious. You think about the Sahara, you think about that's the, an big, expensive the, car the big too, end, yeah. their big end, or even their Lexus brand would have a lot of luxury yeah, car yeah, tax. Yeah, so it's not necessarily, it doesn't mm. hurt the, the luxury car maker as such, it's, it's just a, a misnomer. It's a volume. But, well, I mean, there's also other parts of a, of a dealership experience, and that's what I call it now. I find that when you come to a showroom like this, you've got the coffee machine, you've got the lounges. It's mm. not you can buy a lounge as well. You can buy a lounge as well <laughs> you can buy a with wheels. Um, we sell everything. Yeah. <laughs> and and the chair I'm sitting on is lovely. And the service department's the same. You, you don't yeah. you don't get dirty. Is, is that has that changed or evolved over the years? Is when, that important? When, when you come to the dealership, I'd like to think people have the time to spend here. Um, I know sometimes people are time poor, and it is. And, and you do get the, the, there's a belief today that customers come in here very well adversed or very well educated about the brand already and and the models so yes some customers are would you say richard would you say 20 percent of our customers would be already very well educated about what decisions they're at, making at least if not more so. and they know exactly what they walk in yeah, they know yeah, exactly what exactly they want right. they know yeah. all the options absolutely this we, is what i yeah. want we, yeah. we would be very unlikely been their first place of contact yeah probably um, two or three places beforehand yeah. internet research and often yeah. And then you yeah. get the odd customer who comes in and, and has never, you know, it's been 20 years since they bought a car, mm. or, you know, best part of 10 years before they bought a car. Mm. I call them the quantum leaps. Yeah. The customers that have had their car and it's it's on its last legs yeah. and they've done 15 years with it yeah. and they need to buy a car. And they actually I, skip a generation of car. 
Yeah, the car they bought is probably yeah. two generations behind. Yeah. But everything, I suppose everything's with excitement, right? They're getting these yeah, cars yeah, yeah. and going, yeah. what do you mean? It yeah. does this, it can tell me what, what I'm going. Why did I yeah. keep the one that I got for so long? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, and, then, and that's also the deal of delivery. I mean, it's now, used to turn the key and drive out. Oh, no, no. It's no, almost no, like you're getting two, it's, it's a two-day two, course now, isn't it? We're getting two and three, we're getting two and three returns. And I think that's what the great thing we did with the Genius program, you know, where they sort of followed Apple's model of going in there and having advisors as opposed to salespeople. Like, to give you an idea, just yesterday, we've got Dave, our head genius here. We did delivery to a customer very time poor, a, a lawyer who picked up a car. Um, I had to cancel the delivery three times, it was that busy. Licked it, came in to pick up the car, took the keys, off he went. He just had a three hour handover yesterday where he sat in with the genius, they sat in the car park, in his car, the air came on, and they just went through his car for three hours, which he didn't have time to do on the afternoon that he picked up his car. Yeah. You know, it, it's remarkable. You I know, still can't use this steering wheel in my M3. <laughs> I can't turn it on. <laughs> You just oh, what do you mean? It's got that. What's oh, it's got the, the, oh, the uh, rev light. I can't turn it on. Oh, really? I still you need, to be, the book yeah, you need to be on the racetrack to do that. I need to book myself a three hours. Well, Anthony will go downstairs and show you. <laughs> but you just wanted the steering wheel with the lights on it, didn't you? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Anthony, if you listen to the podcast, uh, uh, Ross is renowned for changing things on his car every week. Yes. Well, this week we've done a change of tyres again. You've changed tyres. 9,000 Ks at the third set of tyres. On your M3. On the M3. So, so That's because of the school run. School yeah, run. Yeah, that's school run. Are you late no, regularly? No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, Sideways regularly. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not late. That's just... <laughs> the kids love it. <laughs> not what the parents let me take the other kids on. Oh, it's really strange. Well, that limiter button's good at between 8 and 9.30 when you hit it to 40. You, I was going to go and ask, I was going to ask a question before. Do you ever get people that just pick up the phone? Because I've done it and gone, I need a car. It's, this is what I want. I don't want to come into the dealership. Can you just send it to me? How about that? <laughs> that's all the on time. The on time. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very Because I, I know, like, for it's example, a great when, when I bought my M3, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. I knew the spec I wanted. Yeah. I made the phone call, and then yeah. I didn't have time to go to the dealership to pick yeah. it up. So I said, can you just pop it on the tow truck? Yeah. Like, if that's, is that, does that happen often, or people want the experience but of... You need it's the experience. Because yeah. yeah. it is an experience. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I... Yeah, you shouldn't say this, but I've had a few cars in the last couple of years. But <laughs> every model X five, yeah, pretty much. And you know, I, I, you know, if my wife looks for a new car, yes. we go through the experience. Of we course. go through. Yeah, yeah. For me, you know I know what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Get me the car. Oh, the Fifteen minutes. Can we just get this done? And yeah, get out of here? absolutely. Yeah. Um, it yeah, does happen. It, it yeah, does. It does happen. I, we had a customer who's buying two cars for his companies as for his for his sales staff. Yeah. Literally rang me up and says, "Mate, these are the two cars I want." Mate, invoice me up. Send them with a tow truck. We send them to his company. That was yeah. done in. I mean, the car didn't arrive for a couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. But everything. But it was done. done. On the phone in three minutes. Do you ever get that guy that comes in and says, "Right, I want an M2 or I want an M5, and I want it now. Can you put an air freight? Have you ever had that? Build it for me, custom next week, and, and air freight it. Ever had that? We've we were talking to a guy who okay. wanted his M5. Air was his freight. name Ross? Sounds familiar. The voice. You know? The proliferation of models, I, I was talking to Anthony earlier. Yes. Like in the 80s and 90s, you had a 3 Series, a 5 Series, a 7 and Series. It, yeah. And now we've got a niche within a niche. Is, is it easy for you to sell a particular model? Does, do I come in looking for a 3 Series and I ended up walking out with an X3? Like, is the growth of SUV, has that changed the way the, you sell cars? The growth cars of SUV definitely has. Just, I mean, BMW now, so BMW across Australia, they're probably last month, for the first time ever, they've sold more SUVs than passenger cars. Here at Sylvania, we noticed that we were selling probably, I think it was probably halfway through this year, like we tipped over 50% SUV to, to passenger cars, and that's going up. I think last month was close to 60%. We sold four-wheel drives wow. over, over passenger cars. 
Uh, like the, the choice is phenomenal. I, and my advice to anyone buying a car is just just listen to your salesperson as well. Like you, of course, people have an idea of you know what they want, and yeah. if they're they're stuck on what they want, absolutely. That's what fine. is it? Is it ride height? What ride right height it? and comfort? It's comfort. Yeah. That X2 right comfort is a space. beautiful yeah. car. That X2, X2 awesome. they've brought out yeah. is, is the perfect mix yeah. of car. It doesn't not big enough for me. Am I a dinosaur? Well, you don't know. Because I, I mean, I had the Macan. I got rid of. I didn't like it. I got the M3, and I'm smiling every time oh, I get yeah. in it. Different kind like of plastic different car. Mate. I like yeah. being low to the ground. Yeah. I, I don't like being up yeah. high. I feel like I'm in a hot air balloon. Yeah. Hot air balloon. Oh, because you feel lofty, lofty heights. But it's a basket. It's a basket of balloon that they weigh you before you get in. But yeah, they do. I've never been either. Just made it up. I mean, your sports cars, absolutely. You can't, you know. Yeah. They're, they're always going to be demand for those ones. But yeah, like like I said, space, comfort, you know, practicality of kids, things yeah. like that. That's so, SUV versus your traditional sellers. The new 3 Series is coming out next year. That's a volume seller yes. for BMW. But are you going to sell more X3s than, than 3 Series? I'd now say the, the switch. The, the three, like you said, one, one company you made before, BMW, always had the 3, the 5, and 7. The 3 is always going to be a staple because it's what people always know. Um, 3 Series will always sell, regardless. Um, look, will they look at the 3 Series and then look at the X3? Yeah, they'll compare them. You know, they'll make the call of well, what they think is best. But what I've noticed in, in Australia, it's great about having you know all these SUVs is BMW bringing out their performance SUVs. Like We were selling X3 last year and they were selling very well. The moment they launched their six-cylinder M40i, we sold it. So yeah, this was as of July, sorry, March. That's a petrol motor. Or That's the motor? petrol motor. Yeah, the, the six-cylinder. Yeah, so engine out of the M140 with pumped yeah, apart. Beautiful. Is it? Yeah. I heard Which that. one's that? The X uh, X3 M40i. You got one on the show, and just literally just behind us there. I heard that start in the show yeah. a couple of months ago when I was here, and that guy really loved the exhaust. Is oh, yeah. We've exhaust, sold. Yeah. They've, they've really balanced that yeah. car. Yeah. Spot on. So but since that car got launched in April this year, yeah. the we've sold more 40 i X3s compared to the rest of the engine variants, and they were selling last year. So the cars had a, that that model's had yeah, a good that popular a good injection in, into the and you, the breed because you're getting your performance as well as your practically four wheel drive. And that's generally across all car makers. We sell a lot more sports variants or, oh, or yeah. big model we, engines. In Australia, we're revheads. Yes, yeah. To me, that's frustrating. Sorry, I'm going to speak out of turn here. So why is that frustrating for you? It's just frustrating because you go and buy, and it used to be able to go, right, what do I want? I want an M3, I want an M5, or I want an 8. Mercedes is the classic, right? You, got, you used to have... Uh, everything's got an AMG back. Everything's got an AMG back. Yeah. Oh, so you're, the impact, you're worried about oh, everything. So there's not, there's not the, one, the, the, the 318i anymore, is what you're trying to say? No, no. Like... Everything's Everyone's got an M Sport. Yeah. Like, even if yeah. it's not an, it's everything's well, in an M Sport. Having said that, that, so, that, that being said, you're right, because in the next 12 months, BMW is launching something like 14 M Performance models. So, every model, every model that we're going forward now will have an M Performance branded car. Does but it take away the, no, the sparkle for the big, the no, big stuff? Because so, it'll still be an M3. There will still be an M5, there will still be an M performance or competition. Okay. The, the beauty of true M's, you'll yeah. always have a different chassis number. You'll always have a WBS chassis number as okay. opposed to WBA. That, right. that is the one Whereas thing if you go and buy, I'm going to say the dirty word again, if you go and buy an AMG, you can buy a 53, a 43, exactly. a 35, a 45, and it's in the same so variant. Like, which yeah. one have you got? I've got an AMG, which one though? Yeah. So you worry that the M performance is like an M light versus the... Correct. Yeah. I don't mind the M, but... The M performance car will always... It, it is more separate right. than what AMG is. Okay. So yeah, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're hearing Richard mention the M40i, the X3, M40i, or the X4... So M40i, they're not M... So that's the 43. Effectively, that's the 43 in Brands. our, in our yeah. friends from okay. Benz, right? So people think that the 43 is an M3 competitor. It's really not. It's actually a 63. 
is is the competitor of the M3. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah, 43 okay. competitor will be next year when we have the M340i. That'll M3. be the AMG C43 competitor. Are you allowed to talk about that? Do so we hear it first? Is an M340i coming out? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can, we and can it edit could also be <laughs> Uh, so I must say, uh, with the M5, with the uh, with the all-wheel drive system that they've got, that car has 100% traction on the road, and basically it has the well, we know it's the quickest quickest car we've got. And but making it four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, it's is, the next level. It's yeah. totally like we've totally got the M3. Yeah, and, but it's for a someone, lot of engine. It, the chassis can bring it. The M3. for drifters going to school. No, no, not me. <laughs> but the M, so the M, the new M3. If it was four-wheel drive with the ability to switch to rip, that would be the ultimate. That's, yes, the, yes. The, that's the perfect car, and that's that's the great thing to do with the M5, the ability to switch yeah, yeah. the front. Oh, it's wheel just mode that's off. just like you know that is the next level because I'll save on tires. They've, they've, they've <laughs> reached the peak in well, they haven't reached the peak in the engine, but they've reached the peak of what rear-wheel drive can do. Yeah, I mean you can go fatter tires, but yeah. I mean they've already got the pumped out. And I like, yeah, and I like some of the special stuff they're doing, like the what is it? The, They've just brought out the, the M3 C. Oh, the CS ones. Yeah. CS. Yeah. You've yeah. got the, the well, the GD. Was it the GDS? GDS, the GDS yeah, came out, which is there. Was, that was a really, it was a really cool looking car. Yeah. Yeah. That were kind of good, but I, 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 you know, I do think they they do separate them. I know that you've got the M140 or the sure. M40. I do think they separate them quite well. Yeah. So you that, go, oh, what do you drive? It is an M3 or it course. is an M5. That, yeah. That M that M140, M140 yeah. a little M140. That that is a go. Oh. Seriously. Oh. Dollar for dollar, that that for the M140. Yeah. The M140i. We'll take three of them. We'll have <laughs> that any, M140i. I reckon that's a car to hold on to too. Can, because can I tell you? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The last absolutely. Of the, the last of the drives, you, you know when the M140 is a good car when I've owned one personally and two of our salespeople own them personally. Really? Oh, yeah, the I was going to ask you, Richard. What, what do you drive? drive? Home? Do you have your I, own car? Or I, I had yeah. I had my own car only because Anthony wouldn't let me take a company car to a racetrack, so I had to buy one for that purpose. But now that you've got the promotion at the beginning of the podcast, take whatever you want. M5, he's just put his salts on, <laughs> salts on with a with a Sylvania BMW sticker. It's called he marketing. Beat, he, he beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you drive? What's your favourite? Oh, I'm driving an M2 competition pack at the moment, and uh, absolutely loving it. I I am wanting to get into an M5, but someone purchased it in 48 hours we, ago. We made so the sticker go up. Yeah. And it wasn't me for everyone out there. Not yet. So I'm. Um, He's torn between being happy we sold it and annoyed that it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased we sold it because when you see when you see that that size car on your floor plan, you'd like you to see. Go, Can we get rid of it? You like to see those big the, those big ones don't don't last long, and and we don't order that many of them. I mean, I'd rather have. I, I'm a believer of I would prefer one less car than than I don't like to have more customers than cars. Uh, there's nothing worse than flooding. Cutting the market with, with stock, that that car deserves deserves that, and uh, the, the, or having having uh, top end cars to be less of them, and and having a market of want wanting it versus yep. having um, to push having to push. I want to ask you about that. Are you obliged? Do you have to carry a one mark of every car in the showroom? We're, we're, yes, we have to have do a demonstrator fleet. To do a they dump level. you a mint green one that no one's ever going to? Oh sell no, we have the right. We have the right to okay. to, to, to stock the ones okay. we want. And the colours so we didn't get the yellow one. That's the one we saw yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. That was obviously a misbuild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they saw the wall coming in and they, they didn't it. It's got a really shitty gearbox yeah. and a really bad colour. We'll sell it to Halil. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say that. Like, are you obliged to carry one particular model of each car so you could promote it, sell it, show it, test drive it? Or? No, we, yeah, we have to have certain models. We, we can dictate the colours. When, yeah. when the cars are first launched, BMW actually build four cars for us. 
and that's generally they want. Can you put, choose them? No, we we or don't choose it. No, they they build them to how they want to build them, and they want to put the options on the for you the know, sort of yeah for the launch to show, so yeah. show what all these new features. Like this are. new X5 got the Swarovski uh, exactly right. it's around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the, the have you seen the gear stick yeah. in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Swarovski crystal. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, so so BMW build those ones initially that dealers probably wouldn't want to build from a cost point of view, but they yeah. I, I see why they do it because they want to get the features and the options uh, options out there. When we build our own cars, we we build generally like black leather. Generally, nine times out of ten, yeah. everybody wants black leather. We build the odd car, so we've actually got something to show people. So generally, what we find is that anyone that wants a different color with a different color leather, chances are that there's not a car out there for them, and yeah. we'll have to build it. So we'll have a car on show so they can actually visualize what it'll look like. Big question is, yeah. they always do it, sunroof or no sunroof? Sunroof. Always sunroof. Apart from an M3. Forget about the M3. Carbon roof only. M3. Carbon roof only. Yeah. But sunroof or no sunroof? It's always sunroof. sunroof. Right? I don't like Why sunroofs, but every, every dealer made Everyone, every yeah. car's yeah. got a sunroof. Yeah, Queensland, Queensland, different, yeah, different, okay, Queensland different market, different, market, different what, no whenever you try to do a stock swap with a Queensland dealer, they always want the no sunroof back. Wow. No sunroof? Yeah, yeah too they, hot, they, no market for it. No market. And, really? And, yeah, really and the dark yeah. trims, they don't like the uh, black leather and they prefer lighter leather. So they want so white, white on white, yeah. white. double white. Uh, yeah. Or they go with, with, with blue jeans. With blue jeans. All those blue jeans on a white leather trim. You always that's scary thought. Looks good in the brochure. The Tesla. Great. I saw a Tesla yesterday. It was white on white, yeah. and there was kids jumping in and out of it. I thought oh, to myself, <laughs> but it might have been the vegan leather. So it might have been okay. Yeah, we talked yeah. about the vegan leather. What about the same? Yeah. You got a vegan leather option? For I thought cows were vegetarian. They eat yeah. grass, yeah. but they, yeah. there's a vegan leather. But I read McLaren's got a new. They're bringing out a new, like a successor to the F1, and it's got Peanut a free leather. central seat, but it's directional <laughs> leather, so you can slide in. But you can't slide out where it says grips one way. Directional leather. Directional leather. I don't know what cow is that. Well, it'd have to be beyond the mud cow disease. They can't be. It's, it's, a, it's a, a sideways directional cow. cow. A cow that lies sideways one <laughs> way. They pat it. Especially yeah. groomed. Wow. So you've got really? vegan, vegan leather, directional leather, and Tesla vinyl. All right, what's he's, the craziest request you've ever had? He's making vegan leather. Le uh, Tesla. 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 It's, it's plastic. It's, 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 it's Tesla pleather. vinyl. It's pleather. That's right. He sends cars to the moon as well. That's it. That's it. You can say that. Uh, what's, the what's the craziest request you've had? Come on, that must have been something ridiculous. Uh, plum purple, 318. I want to, yeah. I've seen. Like, do you want to press send? The E, the the e yeah, yeah, you were nervous about pressing send on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take the yeah, enough deposit? Yeah, did you take the raise? Daytona Violet was a pretty cool With a wide interior. That was the E36 M3. They were, they were the, they were when the M3 convertible was, was really fashionable to have that lighter trim or that mustard mustard leather yeah. mustard on black it was that mustard who does that now? it was there's nothing in the black. saffron saffron remember yeah. the, the sapphire black with saffron leather e46 convertibles we had an 18 month waiting list for that car you wow. couldn't get an e46 convertible leather. saffron leather it was sapphire black with saffron it was a yellow mustard color and it was everyone's and then they then we went over to e E93s and everybody wanted the yellow with the yellow. And then they made the blue with the blue. Yes Marina Yes Marina Blue. That's right. Yes Marina Blue with blue. Yeah, that's the, a good color. That, that you know, they were all the statements, right? They yeah. were almost eight that's almost in the eighties, you know, that was that blue and blue. But that was popular. That was that was you know well, now and now we've black, got this gray, ivory. Silver. Now we've got the black, grey, silver, white, I the ivory trim. Oh, what's I must say, BMW just recently made that yellow M3, M4 we had here. No, sorry, 
the M4 in the yellow that... Um, oh, what's the yellow? It's not mustard. Not speed like yellow. Yeah, speed yellow. Speed yellow. Yeah, that's speed a nice colour. That's good. And it yeah. had the black seat with the yellow down the, the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... It was yellow and yellow. It was like blue and blue, right? <laughs> it was, it, but it was Yes Marina Blue is a really nice no, color. That's a nice that color. Yes Marina Blue with the blue yeah. blue leather, with the converter with the roof down, it looked That's a nice car. Looked great. Oh, you probably only drive it a couple of times and then trade it or wrap it or do something yeah. with it. Oh, that's you. Huh? That's if you bought it. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that, isn't that, you mentioned wrap, wrapping, like isn't that becoming a, yeah. a, a way of, you know, just being Taxing a bit more diverse well, yeah. with your and, car? And just changing your car. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, I'm not trading it in, I'll just... Wrap it we're trying to work color. out. We're trying to work out what color to wrap the M3. What do you reckon we should do? For you, yeah, red, metallic red. Do Just an art car. Yeah, actually, I haven't seen that question. That's what that BMW art car. I haven't seen an art car for a while. BMW is still doing that, or? Uh, well, yeah, it's been a while. It's um, topped on the E30. Yeah, that <laughs> was a while ago. The Kendo Britain. What's Kendo? Kendo was it? No more. No. Nah, Kendo. Jeez. Well, the Pro did it. No, he didn't. No, no, no. He was scratching. We, we did one ourselves last Australia Day. Did Australia you? Yes, two, what did you do? Yeah, two, two, two Australia Days, to two Australia Day back. Um, two years ago, we, we wrapped the car in white, white, white. Uh, you obviously we use water-based paints, and uh, we had a local artist down at Cronulla Beach on Australia Day painting the landscapes of um, of Cronulla on the awesome. on the car. Yeah, that's exact. Maybe it was a great. kids to paint like yeah. that. So, the, so basically, um, we've, we've, I've seen another dealership from the Northern Beaches. They had a uh, family family weekend where they wrapped a car, and um, the kids came in and basically put their f- handprints on all the car. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. So it was the, it was the local community of the Northern Beaches yeah. coming into the dealership and putting handprints. So they on walked their in and realised the vinyl rut one was in the garage. That's all in the car. <laughs> yep. They did the wrong car. <laughs> they, oh, jeez, that scares me too. <laughs> Are you getting requests for wrapping? Yeah, we talk about clear wrapping because we did yeah, clear, an episode a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, and how important it is for clear wrapping of cars. I, Are you getting I'm, requests? I'm mindful of it, and um, I think some of our top end demonstrators should actually get it because of the bonnets and yeah, you know the the stone chips on on bumper bars and they don't I give mean, me demonstrators. They're, they're, they're not, they're, they've stopped giving me demonstrators now. <laughs> It's over. It's over. Because <laughs> they have to change tyres on the, the tyres, yeah. bonnets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wasn't me. You're not driving it. This is this, this, this podcast is not allowed to test drive. <laughs> this is we, we are sitting in the <laughs> showroom. <laughs> we still can't get press cars. We've lost, <laughs> we've lost a little. He's taking a car for a spin. He's, he's, he's realised that we're all up here. Yeah. He's gone for a spin in the car. No, there's no press cars for us. Yeah, Holden won't give us a press car. We'll try to solve Holden's problems, yeah, but happening there in a couple of weeks. Yes, great setup. Stage one looks great. Stage two won't be far away. We're we're about four four to four to five months away. I'm, I'm, I was, we are trying desperately to get in by March for the for the onslaught, the four new products yep. in quarter one. It's going to be touch and go. Building building at this climate is, yeah. is, climate. is extremely yeah, frustrating. The demand is so high for them at the moment that um, getting momentum is is, is not a, not an easy thing. But we are tracking for April. We're trying to pull it forward to March. But we've got some big products next year. So look out from quarter one. Um, we'll come again and uh, we'll drive and. I've already been banned. I'll be the passenger. No, 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 seat. no, no, no driving. No, 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 no driving. We'll, we'll be on. We'll be on oh, PS4 yeah. driving. We'll have to bring <laughs> done. That's it. We'll have to put on a mask and pretend we're. So no, Richard Anthony, thank you for having us. It was a good thing. And so, and Anthony said to me earlier, if you mention the podcast, there's a fifty percent discount. Absolutely. On merchandise. On the size one in forty-three models. That's it.
<laughs> so thank you for having us no and um, congratulations on the new building and thank um, you. we'll come back in the new year yeah. and um, we're well, just going to take the new M5 for a spin take the, yeah. the one that's just been sold <laughs> <laughs> I'll just don't let the go on that that's a <laughs> already in the car park <laughs> <laughs> it's up. Up. so thank you very much and uh, we'll call that a wrap thanks thank see you, you later thank you. thanks Cheers. guys thanks guys